chapter 10, verses 1 through 12. Moreover, brethren, I would not that ye should be ignorant, how that all our fathers were under the cloud, and all passed through the sea, and were all baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and did all eat the same spiritual meat, and did all drink the same spiritual drink. For they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. But with many of them God was not well pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples to the, to the intent we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. Neither be ye idolaters, as were some of them. As it is written, the people sat down to eat and drink, and rose up to play. Neither let us commit fornication as some of them committed, and fell in one day three and twenty thousand. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed of serpents. Neither murmur ye as some of them also murmured and were destroyed of the destroyer. Now all these things happen unto them for examples, and they are written for our ammunition, upon whom the ends of the world are come. Wherefore let him that thinketh he standeth, Take heed, lest he fall. Paul used the example of the Israelites for the purpose of showing them not to desire ungodly things. Don't do the things they did. Don't make the same mistakes. He says, there is a very valuable lesson to be learned here. We do have Christian liberty, but our desires are to be according to the will of God. And we ought to be very careful in not thinking that we are greater than what we really are. Never think that you are unreachable because we can fall at any given moment. All right, verse 13. There had no temptation taken you, but such as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that ye are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. Now, Paul says three things about temptation. Number one, it will surely come. Number two, there is no unique temptation. Everything we go through, someone else has already gone through it. Number three, with the temptation, there is always a way of escape. Why? Because God is faithful. And because he is faithful, he makes a way for us to escape. Because God is faithful, we don't have to give in to temptation. We can rest in the power of God. Verses 14 through 22. Wherefore, my dearly beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to wise men, judge ye what I say. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we being many are one bread and one body, for we are all partakers of that one bread. Behold Israel after the flesh, are not they which eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar? What say I then, that the idol is anything, or that which is offered in sacrifice to idols is anything? But I say the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that ye should have fellowship with devils. Ye cannot drink the cup of the Lord and, and the cup of devils. Ye cannot be partakers of the Lord's table and of the table of devils. Do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? Now Paul says here that an idol within itself is nothing, and the offering of meat to an idol does not affect the meat within itself, but it is, but it, it is the principle of the thing. 
For, for an example, when we take communion, we bless the drink which represents the blood of Christ, and we break the bread which represents the body of Christ. Now the drink and the bread within itself are nothing, but the presentation of it is. By the same token, meats offered to idols is nothing, because idols are nothing, but the presentation of it is. The presentation of meats being offered to idols is demonic, and the people of God was not to eat of such meats, because in doing so would provoke the Lord to jealousy. Verses 23 and 24. All things are lawful for me, but all things are not expedient. All things are lawful for me, but all things edify not. Let no man seek his own, but every man another's wealth. Now, everything that we allowed to do does not edify Christian liberty or freedom, must be used to help others and never to be a stumbling block. Everything that we are allowed to do must be used to help others and never to be a stumbling block. We have a duty to ourselves, but a greater duty to others. We should always be concerned about the influence and effect we have on others. We should never do anything that will weaken a brother or sister in Christ, even if it is not wrong for us to do it. We ought to prefer one another before ourselves. All right, verses 25 and 26. Whatsoever is sold in the shambles, that eat, asking no question for conscience sake. For the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Now, Paul instructs them on what not to do when, when they eat out. When you go out to eat, don't ask questions. Just order your meal, bless it, and eat it. Because if you ask, where did the meat come from, and they tell you that it was meat that was offered to idols, you would then have your conscience to deal with. To avoid all of this, don't ask any questions. Bless it and eat it. Because when it is said and done, everything belongs to God. All right, verses 27 through 31. If any of them that believe not bid you to a feast, and ye be disposed to go, whatsoever is set before you, eat, asking no question for conscience sake. But if any man say unto you, This is offered in sacrifice unto idols, eat not for his sake that showed it, and for conscience sake. For the earth is the Lord's, and the food is thereof. Conscience, I say, not thine own, but of the other. For why is my liberty judged of another man's conscience? For if I by grace be a partaker, why am I evil spoken of for that which I give thanks? Whether therefore ye eat or drink, or whatsoever ye do, do all to the glory of God. Let's continue it. Verse 32 and 33. Give none offense neither to the Jews, nor to the Gentiles, nor to the church of God. Even as I please all men in all things, not seeking mine own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. Now, Paul gives another example. Suppose you are at a dinner table at a brother or sister in Christ's home and eating meat unknowingly that has been offered to idols. And a certain brother or sister in Christ notice it and bring it to your attention. What should you do? Paul's response is, don't eat it, not for conscience sake, but for theirs. Then Paul poses two questions. Number one, why should I be restricted by others in Christ who do not have the, the, the level of understanding that I have in God's word concerning this subject? And number two, isn't it unfair to, to judge me because of another uh, person's conscience? 
Then he gives the answers by stating a great principle. Whatever a believer does should be done for the glory of God. That's all that matters. Whatever a believer does should be done for the glory of God. 